Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, March 4th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun, and we'll be right back. Hello, Emily. Hello. How are you doing today? Um, doing generally good. A little bit tired. but mm, um, The yeah. weather has been confusing this week. Yeah, it's been fluctuating quite a bit. But yeah, I this... think it was 12 degrees and then minus 3 degrees Something at some like point. That. But it's definitely feeling quite a bit warmer mm-hmm. in general. I mean, it is March. It's, <laughs> it's a season of new beginnings mm-hmm. for many Koreans, especially students of all ages, because here in Korea, a new school year begins in March of each year. Oh, yes. And I believe many schools actually had their first classes earlier this week from preschools uh, all the way up to universities, really. And the school gates were just flung open on March 2nd to greet in the students, both new and returning. And also tomorrow is Gyeongchip, one of the 24 traditional seasonal divisions marking the changes in the weather. And uh, Gyeongchip is actually one of my favorite day of the 24. Ooh, why is that? It's the day that hibernating frogs are said to wake up and spring out of the ground. And I'm, okay, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of amphibians. I don't really <laughs> like frogs in general, but I always imagine it to be a very cute scene ever since I was little. So it's kind of like the American Groundhog Day, I guess. Um, I've never seen a groundhog in real life, but I imagine it's cute. But, you know, I guess it also helps that it's a seasonal division marking the coming of spring and... Who does not like spring? I have yet to meet anyone, especially when it's coming after winter. Of course. (laughs) But now, speaking of seasonal divisions, the new season for us radio folks is actually coming soon as well. That's right. Ahead of the coming A17 shortwave frequency adjustment, we're going to be conducting three test transmissions next week from March 6th through the 9th. And we have one test transmission targeting Europe. Although it's not actually a new frequency, it's a new time slot. Now, not too far from the existing one, so we hope many of you will be able to check it out and please send us all your reports and feedback. And it's also true that the frequency itself um, is strongest in in spring and summer, Mm -hmm. especially in the summertime. So maybe this is not the best time to test it. But still, uh, the new season actually includes this coming summer. So hopefully, uh, if you hear even a little bit, just let us know so that maybe we'll be able to establish a new frequency or the new broadcast for the European listeners out there. And we also have two test transmissions that will be beamed toward India, both new frequencies in the 31-meter band. And of course, Yunha will give you the details on these test transmissions at the end of today's program so stay tuned for that and of course you can check out all of the details in text on our website as well all you have to do is log on to world.kbs.co.kr and click on the banner or go to the pr room tab 
Quickly before moving on to the letters and reports of the week, today is the first Saturday of the month, which means some celebration is mm, in order. Yeah, that's right. March is actually one of just two months in which there are no staff birthdays for us to celebrate here. So no cake for us. Yeah, that's very sad. No cake in March. But one of our longtime loyal monitors might actually be celebrating his birthday as we speak. That's right. Our U.S. monitor, Russell Summers' birthday, falls on. On March 3rd, and although it's March 4th for us here in Korea due to the time difference, uh, it might still be the third where he is depending on when he tunes in. So happy birthday, Russell. We hope you're having a wonderful day. Yes, happy birthday. And if you happen to catch us on your Saturday as well, happy belated birthday. And of course, happy birthday to all of our listeners who were born in this beautiful month of March. And now it's time for us to take a quick break before we come back to share with you the letters and reports of the week. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. Now it's time for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we'll share some of those with you on this program. Taking a look at some of the snail mails first, we received a bunch of letters from our monitor and loyal correspondent Fumito Hokamura of Japan, as usual. There were some reports from last summer and some from January mixed in them, but we'll just introduce to you some of the newest letters on the program, as we always do. On February 5th, Fumito tuned into us on 9.580 megahertz from 0200 to 0300 RZUTC using an ATS909X receiver with the rod and Antenna. At first, he rated the Simpo 35222, but fortunately, the condition improved quite a bit to reach 55444 toward the end of the broadcast. In the comments, he talked about the upcoming 2018 Pyeongchang Olympics and wished for much snow in the region during the Games. What a lovely wish. Mm-hmm. And on February 7th, he tuned into us on the same frequency again, this time from 0200 to 0240 hours UTC, and rated the simple 35333 at first and 45333 around 0228 UTC. And after giving us the details of the contents he heard on the broadcast, Fumido also mentioned that he's very interested in Korea's next presidential election. On the following day, he not only listened to our 9.580 megahertz broadcast at 0200 UTC, but the 9.690 megahertz broadcast as well. And the simpo for 9.580 megahertz fluctuated a bit from 25232 to 45333, while Fumido gave the 9.690 megahertz broadcast a rating of 34222. And Jian, he actually made a request for you. Did he now? He wrote, Could you speak more slowly on drama lines? I want to learn more easy Korean words, and I want to speak Korean and write Hangul. I will definitely talk slower. <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to squeeze 
too much information in the short time span that I'm given for Drama Alliance. Yeah, you have a lot corner. to share. Yeah, so I will try to maybe um, even trim down the content a little mm-hmm. bit just so that I could talk slower. This is actually not the first time I heard <laughs> this request, so I feel kind of bad. Uh, but yes, I will definitely, definitely slow down. Thank you very much for the feedback and uh, good luck to you with your uh, Korean and Hangul studies. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Fumito also tuned into us on 9.580 megahertz once again on february 11th this time using a rpo 5600 n receiver with the rod antenna the reception condition started out rather poor at 35222 at 0200 our utc and it was degraded even further to 35121 by the time the broadcast ended at 0300 hours utc after a little bit of fluctuation as well once again thank you so much fumito as always for your detailed reports and comments we'll have your qsl cards on their way very soon and again i will talk slower now, next up is a report on 9.580 megahertz from listener Hyunmyung Lee, a student in Namwon, Jeollabukdo Province, Korea. Glad to see that he's becoming somewhat of a regular. Although he only tuned into us briefly on February 18th from 0200 to 0210 hours UTC, he rated the Simpo 35434 and wrote the ionosphere is in good condition and uh, indoor reception, for indoor reception. Hyunmyung used a uh, Sony ICF7600D receiver with the rod antenna. Thank you for your report, and we'll send you a QSL card very soon. And up next, we have a typed-up letter from listener John Rutledge from the U.S., who tuned into us from southern China and posted the letter in Hong Kong. So very uh, multicultural Mm -hmm. there. A traveler there. (laughs) And he wrote, Dear English section representatives, thank you for your broadcasts. I still enjoy them very much. In regards to programming, I have no complaints and no suggested changes. Your broadcasts remain a near perfect mix of entertainment and information. Reception in southern China generally was good, but on occasion did have some interferences from a Chinese language station. Locally, it was not too bad, unlike where I live. Over there, sometimes your not-so-friendly neighbor to the north really tries to render your broadcast unlistenable. However, most times, I always seem to find a way around them. Well, that is good to hear, and thank you so much for your kind and lovely comments. And although we often hear about interferences from Chinese stations, surprisingly, we don't hear about our unfriendly neighbor in the north all that often. Perhaps it's because we don't really have a lot of listeners writing in from southern China. Or maybe it's because of the interferences that we don't have too many reports coming in from the region. Although now I'm kind of wondering if he was talking about the unfriendly neighbors blocking us in southern China or where he lives, which is in the U.S. Right. Hmm. Either way, we haven't heard very much about uh, the unfriendly neighbors, <laughs> which is uh, kind of fortunate, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Now, John sent us recession reports for three broadcasts, February 5th, 6th, and 7th. He said all broadcasts were heard in Guangzhou, China, with the Texan PL3A0 radio on 9.570 megahertz from 0800 to 0859 hours UTC. On February 5th, he heard Hot Issues of the Week and K-Pop Interactive rated the simple Five two three five four, and said not too bad, but occasional heavy interference from a Chinese language station. 
On February 6th, he heard the new Seoul Calling Drama Lines and Business Watch rated the simple 54455 and said pretty good. Last but not least, on February 7th, he heard the new Seoul Calling Drama Lines and Creative Minds of Korea rated the simple 53354 and wrote pretty good, but interference was disruptive on some occasions. For all three days, he gave us loads of details of what he heard as he uh, as if he was actually dictating the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was quite impressive, actually. And uh, so thank you very much, John, for um, the amount of effort that you've put right. into this. And also we'll send you your QSL cards uh, to your U.S. address as usual, of course. And here's one more report on 9.570 megahertz. This time it comes from Bangladesh. Listener Sahadat Hussein left us an online reception report for our 1300 UTC broadcast on the frequency dated February 25th. He listened to us using a Grundig Yachtboy 80 receiver with an external antenna and rated the Simpo 4 across the board. He also wrote... KBS World Radio is my favorite listening station. Your programs give me more knowledge and pleasure. We, the listeners of Bangladesh, want to know about Korea and the world. Your news program helps us to know details about Korea. Thank you for this news program. On the other hand, KBS Listener's Lounge is our favorite listening program. It helps listeners to make friendships with the station. And Korean Pop Interactive is another attractive program. We enjoy it very much. Thanks for this enjoyable program. Well, thank you very, very much for all your kind words. And we will send you the report forms along with your QSL card as requested. And we'll also leave a special note with Yuna to see if there are any souvenirs available. Taking a look at another handwritten reception report we got in the mail, our monitor Abdul Manan of Bangladesh sent us his logs dated January 21st through 31st, during which time he listened to us from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.640 MHz and 9.515 MHz on alternating days. He used the Grundig YB400 receiver with the telescopic antenna, and it appears that the listening condition had not been so great on the last 10 days of January in his region. Both frequencies uh, both frequencies yielded an average tempo of three across the board, and the best rating given was only 34433 for 9.640 MHz on January 23rd. He also commented that the reception was either poor or very poor. Oh, well, that doesn't sound good. Well, Abdul also wrote, Dear KBS World Radio English Service, I received your letter with verification card and reception report form. I am very happy to get your letter and I will send you reception reports regularly. Well, this year I did not get your desk calendar. The post was stolen and it is really a matter of regret. Well, we are, of course, very, very sorry to hear about that. And we actually haven't heard much news of parcels getting stolen for a while now. So we kind of assumed that things had gotten better Mm -hmm. or that the postal offices are managing the mail better. But I guess not that much has changed, which is very disappointing. But of course, thank you for not being too discouraged by that and for continuing to send us your reports. We really do appreciate that. And we will send you your QSL cards, of course, and we look forward to hearing from you again soon. 
Up next is an online recession report from listener Hans Werner Lulike of Denmark. Using a Sony ICF shortwave 7600GR receiver with the telescopic antenna, Hans listened to us on 9.515 MHz on February 6 from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC. He rated the Simpo 34323 and wrote, Hello, Korea. I understand that you have difficult days with politics and corruptions. No wonder that people in the streets get angry. We had a glimpse of your scandal since the daughter of one of the women involved in the case was arrested by us. But we prefer to see the sports events. Just followed the ski jumping from the Olympics game, Olympic Games venue and saw ice skating a week ago. I am sure you will be ready for the Winter Olympic in just one year. Best and warmest wishes, Hans Werner Lulike. Of course, Hans is talking about the same scandal that's been on the news here for Mm -hmm. months now. And I sure hope that the whole shenanigan won't have many people in Denmark associating Korea with just the corruption in the uh, political circles. That would be the most regrettable. Right. That would not be good. Mm -mm. But from the looks of it, Hans is looking forward to the 2018 Pyeongchang Winter Olympics as much as Fumido and other Olympic fans. So hopefully the event will actually help Korea turn things around a bit. So thank you, Hans, and we will send you a QSL card soon. Now, staying in Europe, our UK monitor, Alan Holder, left us an online reception report recently with 14 different entries spanning from February 9th to the 21st for frequencies 9.515 MHz and 7.275 MHz. He used a Sanji and ATS-803A portable receiver with a Wellbrook outdoor antenna, and it appears that the overall merits never improved beyond a, tr- a three. In fact, they were actually mostly ones, which is really not good. And he wrote that 7.275 megahertz was audible on occasional days, but mostly there was no signal heard. And the usual adjacent interference from Vietnam on 7.280 megahertz was still there. And China was also blocking the channel until they closed at 16.30 UTC. The usual adjacent interference from Vietnam on 7.280 megahertz was still there and China was blocking the channel until they closed at 18.30 UTC. And then on 9.515 megahertz, there was no signal from KBS most days and sometimes by mistake Egypt on 9.515 megahertz stayed on the air past their usual close time of 1600 and that blotted out the first few minutes of your broadcast. I honestly didn't know that could be done by mistake. (laughs) I thought it was all automatic and stuff, but I guess not. Now, Alan also wrote us a long letter that we always appreciate and love to get and Mm -hmm. love to read. But since we're under a time constraint, we'll share some bits of it with you here on the air. He wrote, It will not be long before the spring season is upon us. The spring flowers, such as crocus, have already appeared and the daffodils are starting to sprout. Spring is my favorite time of the year and everything starting afresh, with everything starting afresh. There is not much change as regards to KBS shortwave reception in the UK. There have been occasional days when signals were getting through, but mostly the frequencies continue to be inaudible. So I still have to resort to listening via your website instead. 
In today's news, I came across an article which described a study undertaken by Imperial College London together with the World Health Organization. The findings show that South Korean women are projected to have the longest life expectancy by the year 2030. By that time, it is thought that most women will survive into their early 90s and will overtake the Japanese, who currently hold a record for the number of long-lived women. No doubt the predictions take into account the good standard of living in South Korea, and I would imagine that the Korean healthy diet is also a major factor in this. Mm, Yeah, that's interesting. Some people here have very healthy diets. Some people. But not everyone. Not everyone. I'm not everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I really should eat more Korean traditional foods, Mm. but... um, I do like junk food. Junk food? Yeah, so... um, Western-style junk food? Both, actually. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe I should... um, I don't know if I can see my early 90s, but it's too early to tell, so maybe I can just kind of fix up my diet starting now and uh, hopefully live a long life. Yeah, you could mix a bit of traditional food Mm -hmm. and junk food in there. Because, yeah, the Korean traditional food is pretty healthy. Right. So people who eat that along with kimchi are probably securing Mm -hmm. the long lives. Mm -hmm. Well, Alan went on to write, One thing I have often been prompted to ask you, but I keep forgetting until now, concerns the Korean currency. The Korean won, as you know, has a very low denomination with the current exchange rate of 1,143 won to 1 U.S. dollar. Has it ever been considered to revalue the currency by introducing, for example, a new won equivalent to, say, 100 of the old won? Surely it must be really cumbersome to work with such large numbers and all of those zeros in everyday calculations. It must also be awkward when quite small items in the store are marked up at several hundred won. Now, I heard my parents talk about currency reforms before, and uh, it turns out the last one took place in 1962. So, of course, they remember it clearly. Mm -hmm. And that was the last of four currency reforms Korea had in the past, uh, ever since using the currency one, although the name of the currency also uh, switched once. And uh, talks of re-denomination have been around, perhaps not too loudly, but it's been around as long as I can remember, actually. All the zeros are cumbersome indeed when you have to write them out. But I think it's not as bad as non-Korean speakers tend to think because we have one-syllable units for denominations like 10,000, 10 million, and a trillion, and so on. So, for instance, um, 10,001 is just manwon to us, and uh, 200,001 is ishim manwon. So it's quite shorter. It's a lot shorter and it's easier to remember. Which is just 20 manwon, Mm -hmm, which would probably be in English. Right. So it's a lot simpler to say than it looks. I mean, one syllable man as right. opposed to 10,000 is a lot shorter, right? So, um, yes, again, it's a lot simpler to say than it looks for one thing. And also, if you use it long enough, and uh, or rather, if you grow up using those numbers, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel awkward at all, uh, personally, anyway. I don't know how you felt using it. Well, actually, before I came here, I was really concerned about the numbers. First mm-hmm. of all, I thought, is everything going to be really cheap? Like, can uh-huh. I buy a lot with uh-huh. 50,000 won? <laughs> you can't, really. No. <laughs> Not if you're talking about you know, buying clothing or anything like that. But people use credit cards here primarily. So you're not actually carrying around cash. Mm -hmm. I rarely have cash with me these days because of that. So it's not something that we really have to factor in. It's not like you're carrying a lot of change around or anything Mm -hmm. like that. 
And uh, in fact, I remember thinking that it was actually really weird using decimal points in mm. um, currency or even several different units like dollars and cents or pounds right. and pences uh, when I first went abroad. But going back to re-denomination, yes, there are talks currently mm-hmm. and there are long lists of pros and cons on each side. So it looks unlikely that it will be settled anytime soon, especially with so much going on with the country's politics at the moment. Right. There is a lot going on and people here don't mind. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you get used to it after a while. And it looks like we are running out of time. So thank you, Alan, as always, for your thoughtful letter and always a very meaningful and interesting question. We will send you your QSL card soon and best wishes until next time to you as well. And of course, it's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon-ha Lee. Here is Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon-ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. As most of you may already know, KBS World Radio interviews one K-pop artist or group every other Friday, and the video of the interview is later posted on our website. In the past, we only posted the notice for the upcoming interviews on our Facebook page, but recently we've also been uploading image teasers after the backstage shot interviews shortly after we meet the artists. We started it off in January with singer-songwriter Eddie Kim, followed by girl group AOA. Most recently, we posted the image teasers of the girl group April's interview, so if you haven't seen it, make sure to check it out on our Facebook page. Also, Backstage Chat with April is now uploaded on our website, so go check that out as well. To take a look at the image teasers, head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. We will still continue to post the notice prior to the interview, so please leave your questions to the artists in the comment section when your favorite K-pop star or actor is featured on Backstage Chat. Now let's move on to website directions. KBS World Radio English Service will be conducting a test transmission before the A17 shortwave frequency adjustment. If you'd like to provide us with your valuable feedback and information, the details about the test transmission can be found on our KBS World Radio website, world.kbs.co.kr English. If you have pop-ups allowed on your internet browser, the test transmission notice will pop up on the main page of our website. It has all the information you need to know about the upcoming test transmission, including the date, time, frequency, and target area. Don't worry if you do have those pop-ups blocked because there is another easy way to get all the details. On the main page, look for the blinking banners on the top left corner right next to the KBS World Radio logo. Click on the first orange banner that says KBS World Radio Test Transmission Notice. The following page has the exact same information as the pop-up. And for those of you who don't have internet access, pay close attention right now because here are the test transmission schedules. On March 6th and 7th, we have two test transmissions planned. One is targeted towards Europe from 2300 to 2400 hours UTC on 11.810 MHz. 
The other one is targeted towards India from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC on 9.525 MHz. And finally, we have another test transmission targeted towards India on March 8th and 9th from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC on 9.880 MHz. Please tune in to these frequencies and send us your reception reports, which will help us to choose the best frequency option for the new season. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Lee. Have a nice weekend! Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-eun. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.